Hey, it's a new day, and welcome to a fresh episode of Joy Within Podcast. Today's guest is Scott Carson. Scott is the owner and managing member of WeCloseNotes.com, an Austin-based default note buying company. He specializes in finding non-performing notes on residential and commercial properties and purchasing these notes for their business portfolio. Scott is also a nationally syndicated radio host of the popular podcast, The Note Closers Show, which has millions of listeners across 17 AM and FM radio stations and downloads across 130 countries. Welcome, Scott. I am honored to be here and so looking forward to serving your listeners and readers today, Indra. Just so honored to be here. Thank you so much for having me. You know, the biggest thing is it's such a different kind of season. Everybody's looking for different ways to market themselves or to get kind of a side hustle going. And I think everybody has to realize that whether you're in real estate or tourism or buying and selling property or, or whatever, we're all in the media business these days, uh, trying to get more eyeballs and earballs, you know, with your, with your blog and, and your podcast. I think your listeners are, are really looking for keys to doing that. And we started our podcast um, just about three years ago. And some people may ask what, what buying and selling distressed debt is, so I'll cover that really kind of quickly for everybody. Here in the United States, we have people that when they want to buy a house, they will usually pick out a, uh, get a loan from a bank and get a 30-year mortgage on that property. And these mortgages are like IOUs, you know. Um, they get traded from banks to banks. And what happens when we have like a downturn, um, people will stop paying their mortgages. They'll stop paying their payments each month to the banks. And we step in and buy those mortgages at a discount from the banks. And we work to, you know, we buy them at a discount. If somebody owes 120 grand and maybe their house is worth a hundred um, and they haven't paid in six to you know six months or so, we may buy, you know, pay 50 cents on the dollar for that. So we'll come in and buy that at 50 grand and then turn around and try to work out with the homeowner to keep them in their property. Uh, this niche is a very, very small niche though. And to get the word out on what we do to, because it's a, uh, a a popular but very niche kind of thing to do, uh, very uh, productive, um, is that we spend a lot of time marketing and sharing, you know, uh, how we do what we do. Because it's a whole different thing than bu- you know, buying a property to rent or uh, a seasonal rental like an Airbnb or, or fixing flipping a property. Since we're buying the debt, we become the bank, and so there's a lot of different things involved with it. And so we use our podcast, our blogs. Uh, to really communicate tidbits, you know, bite-sized nuggets with every episode that we do. And we just recorded uh, episode 687 the other day. Yeah, we crank out like three to five episodes a day. Um, a but we day? Were, yeah, I mean, sorry, a week, not not a day. My apology, oh. three to five episodes a week. My apology. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what we do with that is it's important because we bring on, it's just not me teaching. And I think that's what a lot of people to realize when they're starting a blog or podcast, what do I talk about? Right. And so we, you know, I started off by just teaching a little nugget, a little bite-sized lesson every day. I started off doing Facebook lives, you know, with my cell phone pretty much. And then about seven months later, we converted it to a full, full blown podcast. And we just bring on, I uh, bring on experts in my industry, you know, vendors, people that handle it, other investors. And then we also da- uh, dabble in the mindset and business side of things along with marketing too. So we kind of keep it fresh for our listeners uh, so that they get some, it's not the same old drudgery. They don't hear my voice day in, day out all the time. I mean, a lot of times they do, but 
most of the time it's I'm always trying to look to provide value to my listeners first and foremost. And um, when I do hit uh, a block, when it comes to me coming up with content, I always try to say, who can I bring on that's going to add value uh, to my listeners? Does that, does that make sense, Indra? Yes, completely. Because A, we don't know everything. And then B, it's always good to have like different people share their expertise and insight and just their own nuances of that message. Or like sometimes people want me to post about something and I'll say, you know what? I know the right person. Let me see if they will come and do a post or an interview. When did you say you started your podcast? Official launch date for the podcast was April 21st of 2017. So we're not quite at three years to be the podcast. We did 149 episodes, just Facebook lives before that. Um, so we launched that November 1st, 2016. And we did it. I didn't want to do a podcast, actually. I thought it would be too much work editing. And I don't have a lot of time for that. I'm like, uh, I don't want to do all that much work. Yeah, I was hearing people taking three to four hours to episode, an episode of editing. I'm like, oh, I don't have that much time. And I was lucky enough to find a, a buddy of mine here uh, in actually in California who does all the editing for me. So all I do is I streamline the uh, production. I just basically record the video or the audio, kind of like what we're doing today. And then I'll just ship the file over to them and then they do all the work. They clean it up, you know, edit it, post it on all the platforms. Um, they'll then take the full video and, and audio and transcribe it into a full blog. And then they log onto my website and create a full blog out of it. And then, as I have guests on or topics, they also create different infographics or images for each episode that I can use in marketing on social media. That's good teamwork. So would you say that like growing your Facebook community actually translated when you launched your podcast? Uh, it helped. I will tell you this. It did definitely help. Um, and for those that are out there, if you're depending on what your focus is, you need to really identify where your listeners or your audience is spending their time at. Um, for me, Facebook is a great spot, but it's, you know, we all know Facebook does not like to share everything across all your listeners or all your audience, right? Um, we do a lot with LinkedIn. So LinkedIn, we spend a lot of time on LinkedIn and sharing there. We do a little bit with Twitter. Um, a lot of people watch our videos, so we make sure and upload the videos to YouTube as well. And that, you know, that's owned by Google, so it's the top, for, top two search engines that really are 24-hour a day, seven-day-a-week advertisement for us. And so it's just a matter of knowing where everybody's at and then just trying to get it everywhere. I, I kind of compare it to like casting a, a spider web everywhere so that you somewhere people can find you. And that's the biggest thing. So I have an older audience, 45 to 65. Instagram isn't really a, a, a good place to promote for me on there. I mean, I still do it, but we don't see a lot of feedback from it like we do on LinkedIn or Twitter uh, or even on, on private Facebook groups for the most part. But yeah, it's a, you got to start somewhere. So we were building an audience before we kind of got started, started letting people know what we're doing. And that rolled into a successful launch so that in our first, you know, first 12 months of having a podcast, we had over 150,000 downloads, uh, even for a very niche podcast that was really good for us. Mm, that's good. Okay. So before this whole global season, were you used to working from home? Like you have a home studio? I, 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 can, I can. I can work remote. I mean, I have an office just to get out of the house because otherwise uh, Steph, my girl, would sit here and like brain me for being home all the time. Uh, but no, I have an office just down the street, you know, up, uh, and I, I can work from there. You know, m most of my staff works remotely anyway. You have a person that works in um, uh, oh, outside of New Jersey. You have another person that works part-time, person in Orlando. I have a couple of virtual assistants overseas that do stuff for us. 
Um, and some of my production staff's out of California. So it's just basically me in the office or as, as, as investors or people come in. But yeah, I mean, it didn't take too much to, to transition to home with all this coronavirus stuff. It was pretty easy to do. Um, I just had to take over a loft, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you shared that because I get a lot of questions from people who are um, they're interested in knowing how do you stay motivated while working at home, whether they're entrepreneurs, but also people who are now working remotely, just getting used to working from home yeah. and effectively like getting stuff done. So could you please share some words of wisdom with listeners and readers so that they can kind of gain some insight in how to be and stay motivated well at home? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question, really. Is it easy to kind of get down on yourself? Um, you have to build habits into what you do on a daily basis for the most part. And I've always had it, uh, I mean, I had staff at, I had a bigger office and I had you know five full-time staff members there a year or two ago. And we would always focus on the first thing in the morning. Okay, what's, what are we doing marketing wise today? Marketing, marketing, marketing. You know, are we, what are we recording as an episode today or whatever, am I appearing on somebody else's podcast today? So the first part of every day is sitting down and looking at, okay, what are we doing to get the word out and what we're doing? And what are we, how are we planting those seeds? And so that's the thing I would tell those that are listening is look at your schedule. I, I, I get it. It's, it's difficult if you're working from home and you've got kids at home and stuff like that. You may have to organize. We, and we all know kids do better on a schedule. We as adults do better on a schedule too, for the most part. So if you get up at eight o'clock, like you're going to your work, hey, get up at eight o'clock and go, you know, walk across the hallway if you need your office or go outside and, and record. I mean, there are still places places that you can still get things done. It may not be the most, um, you know, cookie cutter office looking thing, but it's still getting something done is a lot better than not getting any, anything done. And you, maybe you don't do it every week, but at least do it, you know, maybe you don't do it every day, but at least do it once a week at least or twice a week. Something to get the word out. And if you're, you're cramped because of your quarters or cramped some time, well then, you know, plan out to do something every day. Maybe you record the episode on Monday. Tuesday, you turn it into a blog. You know, Wednesday, you upload it to YouTube and use that day. Thursday, you create images and post those to, to Facebook or Instagram or other places. Maybe Friday, you send an email out to your database with a new episode. Just set up to trying to do something consistently is all planting seeds across the board because you don't know where everybody's at and everybody's here is while I think we're seeing a kind of a, a dip in listenership on podcast episodes because people aren't commuting as much as they do um, but they are still their eyeballs are still looking for things so they're spending time on YouTube they're spending time on Facebook and scrolling through they're spending time on LinkedIn so the more you can spread you know spread the seeds out there the better you'll have people to, to watch or listen or to read what you've got going on and you just have to don't you have to stay consistent that doesn't mean you can't take a day off here or there we're kind of taking a light day today for the most part um but stay consistent just keep doing something something's a whole lot better than nothing uh as my trainer would say hey you can't work out for an hour hey work out for 30 minutes if you can't work out for 30 minutes work out for 10 go for a walk so just do something to be consistent out there is what i would recommend to those you got to be flexible and that's a little bit you know it's gonna maybe it's not as as perfect as it would be if it was in your office, but everybody's dealing with that now. So it's okay. Uh, an advisor of mine told me that once again, perfection equals broke. If you're trying to be perfect every time, it's never going to get delivered out and delivered will be perfection anytime. Uh, iPhones or Samsung, if you have your smartphones, this is like the 14th version. If they waited for it to be perfect, they never would have had it out in the, in the market. You know what I mean? 
uh, and that's the thing. Just get it out there. It's not going to be perfect, but hey, delivered is better than not doing it. And at least it's done, and you can get better and hone your skills every time. Work, figure workarounds. Jump online and talk with others like uh, Indra and other professionals that are sharing how they're, you know, their productivity hacks in this world of, of chaos these days. Yeah. Well, y'all listening, that is a speech to get you moving and planting some seeds. Okay, Scott, what would you advise creative entrepreneurs to concentrate on right now in this season? Uh, normality. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think I, I think people are are really burnt out on a couple of things. So let's talk about the burnt out side. Let's just quit talking about the virus. Everybody's so tired about it. Uh, I even think that Facebook and other things are actually starting to to uh, squelch videos and other marketing that have that focus. I, I've seen that where things peaked and then they just completely you don't see the stuff anymore. And then secondly, besides that, is just hey, just you know, instead of being hey, here's the five things you need to do to be productive online, just go out and do it. I, I'm so tired of everybody being a productivity expert online. Just go out and do it. Just do it. Record it. Edit it. Yeah. If you're not good, if you're not good at editing, that's great. There are uh, you can jump on and find all sorts of uh, virtual assistants to do it for you, relatively cheap. Um, you know, for a fraction of what um, you're, you're probably be, what your time is worth for sure. And then just going from there, just getting it out. Just hey, sharing what's going on in your life. Everybody's dealing with issues. It's okay. Just trying to have some sort of uh, normality and, and realize, okay, uh, if you were to do something 30 days in a row and you look back 30 days from now, you'll be so much further ahead than those that chose not to do anything that just sat there curled up in a ball and cried for the most part. So um, you got to realize it's when you start something new, we all suck at something new. And so we have a, we like to say a, a hashtag embrace the suck. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because hey, it's the only way you're gonna get better. If you're trying to be perfect, you're you're gonna fail. Like I, the way I do my videos are not like NBC News quality, but what you have to laugh at here in the United States, a lot of the news, the local news agencies, the uh, news reporters or the sport reporters or the weather people are doing their shows from home. That's you right. know, <laughs> late night with Jimmy Fallon, he's doing it from his house, and somebody needs to give that guy a light. Uh, you know. Uh, and so you have to laugh at that, but realize, hey, if they're doing it and overcoming this stuff, then there's no reason for you can't do it. I mean, if you don't have a good webcam, I mean, everybody, I think, was there like a, it's ridiculous. Logitech webcams are sold out online or you can pay ridiculous for it. Just pull out your smartphone. I mean, your smartphone has such a great webcam on it. Just sit there, do a Facebook Live, download the video, and then you can send that out or upload it to YouTube at that point. Really, really simple things that you can do. Yeah, you can use a service like Temi, T-E-M-I, for like 25 cents a minute. Get, and they'll transcribe your episode for you. Okay. Uh, uh, Temi is the AI version of Rev.com. So Rev will charge you a dollar a minute to do a full transcription. But what it is, Temi is the AI version, and then Rev is just somebody looking it over and making a few tweaks to make it a dollar a minute. So Temi is 25 cents a minute. Easy to do. Uh, you know, and then you get a full. Then you take that full transcribed episode, turn it into a blog, and post that on your your blog or your WordPress site, or you know wherever you're posting it. I mean, yeah. You know, so, and then just add photos from it. You know, if you've got a guest, ask your guest to send over a good headshot. Uh, you can jump on Canva.com and and make some infographics relatively easy and expensive, if not free. Just spice up 
add your a little bit to it and add a little bit layer every time. Just get a little bit better each day is the best advice I can give to somebody. Mm, great advice with lots of helpful resources. Question. Okay, when you were launching your your podcast or maybe along the way since then, do you or have you done any Facebook ads, even if it's for the whole channel or for like particular episodes? Okay, that's a really good question. And I don't do much Facebook advertising. I just have never been a fan of it for the most part. I mean, we've done some of it. We would post a specific episode here or there. The best advice I would give anybody who is going to use it is advice I've gotten from some of my peers that I respect and that, that do that. And it's basically, you know, promoting your show or an episode for like a dollar a day. Don't spend more than like a dollar, two dollars a day promoting your episodes uh, out there because it's, especially if you're on Facebook, a Facebook video only, if you post it to Facebook, it really has a 24 hour to 48 hour life cycle for the most part, unless you're going to promote it. So you might restream it. You might share it across different pages at, at different days. Um, if you, if your uh, podcast has a, a listener base, uh, something that where there's larger groups on Facebook, maybe you post to a different group, a different day. And that way it kind of stays fresh you know, mind uh, and, and doing that aspect. That's, that's really basically free, but yeah, I wouldn't be spending more than like a dollar a day promoting your podcast or an episode or anything on Facebook. It's just, it's so weird with the algorithms. Yeah. For the most part, uh, I wouldn't boost an episode. I think boosting is a waste of money for the most part in, in my words, but um, you know, you got to realize too, uh, the more you can interact with your audience, the more you can get your audience on to follow you on multiple platforms, the cheaper your advertising costs. Cause they're, Found a seat at some point if you're cross-promoting it or cross-publishing it. Mm -hmm. And other people are sharing it too because they're now part of the community. Yeah, and that's the thing is reward the people that are sharing. Give them a shout-out. You know, if they leave you a review, great, on iTunes. But just, you know, hey, thank you. You know, say, you know, have them on. If you've got a big a fan, have them on your show to talk, interview them is one thing you could do. Uh, we've done that in the past, and that's worked out well for us. Um, one thing that we've done too in the past is when we were taking a vacation, actually last year I was on a cruise, we were in Barbados actually having lunch. It was pouring down rain. Um, and what we did was kind of funny, um, is that we had guests come on and co-host our show, be guest host for our show for like a period of a week. So we had, you know, five people come on different days. One came on Monday, one came on Tuesday and they recorded the episode talk, sharing their insight into the business and those episodes all did really really well because they were now oh it's my episode i'm going to promote the heck out of it and that's a great way too if you i've always found that our episodes that have no name guests not the big names people that are just regular uh, average joes or average people like you and me indra those are going to be the best uh, boosted episodes because they're going to be excited about it they may put it on their email signature or they may you know share it across their platform they may actually pay to promote the episode which is fine by me but uh, that's a great way. Just uh, and that's the thing. It's just normal conversations with normal people is, is, is for the most part are going to do even better because those are what your listeners identify with. They may not identify with a celebrity or some big name or sports fan, but they'll identify with with Laura down the street or Joe from New Jersey who's dealing with the same issues that they are. I just want to say thank you, Scott, for um, setting aside time to make it here on Joy Within Podcast. And feel free to let everybody know who's listening and reading where we can find you online. Yeah, no problem. Thank you so much. I'm honored. And first of all, before you let me go, make sure if you're listening, go on over, guys and gals, and leave Indra a five-star review. Go on over, leave that review on iTunes or however you're listening to podcasts. Uh, make sure you subscribe. She didn't pay me to say this. I mean, she's doing a great job and, you know, you love her. Just go out and do that. But 
best way to get a hold of me to follow up with me is just go to my main website, weclosenotes.com. That's weclosenotes.com. And you can always check out the podcast, the Note Closer Show podcast on any uh, podcasting platform where you subscribe or get your, your downloads. Beautiful. Well, thanks for listening to today's episode featuring Scott Carson, a marketer, entrepreneur with a background in real estate, podcast host of the Note Closer Show, and creative inspiration. Be sure to visit him online at weclosenotes.com and stay tuned for the next episode of Joy Within Podcast. Bye. Enjoy the rest of this gifted day.